0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the threat intelligence ecosystem. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Steve Gates. He's the Chief Research Intelligence Analyst with NS Focus. Steve, thanks for joining me today.
1: Oh, thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me.
0: Steve, right off the bat, tell me a little bit about NS Focus and your specific role there, please.
1: Well, NS NSFocus, we were founded in the year 2000. We're headquartered in Santa Clara, California. We have global employees of over 2,000. We have almost 28,000 customers worldwide. We're an active member of the global security community, and we're the world's largest cybersecurity company you've never heard of. Now, myself, I have over 25 years of IT experience, 15 years of security experience, and here at NSFocus, what my role is, is providing commentary, also doing lots of writing, lots of blogging, creating lots of content, and really moving NSFocus message to a global scale, making people aware that NSFocus exists and all about our technologies and solutions that we're bringing to the market.
0: Well, Steve, our topic is threat intelligence, and everybody sort of has their own concept of what that is. How do you define threat intelligence?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of funny, Tom. I always start off with the explanation from Gartner. And according to Gartner, threat intelligence is evidence-based knowledge, including context, mechanisms, indicators, implications, and actionable advice about an existing or emerging menace or hazard to assets that can be used to inform decisions regarding the subject's response to the menace or hazard. Now, to be honest with you, uh, Tom, that's a lot of words. And I think the most important word out of that entire paragraph, the important two words are actionable advice. But really, threat intel means different things to different people. It could be a data feed, it could be a dashboard, it could be analyst reports, it could be common vulnerability databases, common weakness databases, situational awareness, AV signatures, correlation engines auto, next-gen firewall, IPS, WAF, uh, policy creation. And so it really means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But me personally, what it really means is, is that do you want to know more about the 4.3 billion IP addresses in the world of IPv4? You know, Tom, we almost have 4.3 billion IP addresses, devices, and many of those devices could be sitting behind natted firewalls, and so I think the number is even greater than 4.3 billion, right? Also in the world of IPv6, which is coming soon, has 7.9 times 10 to the 28 times more addresses than IPv4. That is one large number with a lot of zeros behind it. There's over 249 million domain names registered globally across all top-level domains as of March 2015, and close to 300 million domains today, and there's probably billions and billions of distinct URLs. There's close to 18 million distinct malware signatures today, and there's a huge number of attack vectors, a large number of attack motivations, an extremely large number of attack techniques today, and it's really all about, do you want to gain further insight into the threat landscape that your organization faces on a daily basis. And that's what threat intel is all about, gaining that insight with actionable intelligence and understanding the threats that I'm currently under on a daily basis.
0: Steve, I'm going to ask you what could sound like an obvious question, but I think your unique perspective is going to be valuable. The question is, what value does threat intelligence bring to an organization's overall security strategy
1: well you know threat intel is all about what you do with it right we have a lot of people out there today that are like okay i'm going to sign up for a subscription service right and these subscription services can be very very expensive now what now what do you do right and it's really the, the questions i think the audience needs to ask themselves is do i want to be able to proactively block potential attacks proactively block information leakage? How about providing more context into the security alerts I currently see? How about providing more context of the vulnerabilities and exploits that my systems are facing every day? How about providing better risk assessment and detecting threats and attack faster? I think really at the end of the day, Tom, what we're really trying to achieve is better security through faster detection. We know that there's an impact that's associated with the duration when an attacker has residence inside of my network for a long period of time. For example, you know, we know that we've heard about the, uh, Wendy's hack. You know, six months impact, right? Credit and debit card information stolen from over a thousand restaurants. The attackers remained resident in that network for well over six months, and we've got to shorten that window from measure to countermeasure. And the studies have shown that the longer it takes to identify a threat, the greater the damage. And so threat intel can help solve some of those problems and also shorten the time from measure to countermeasure. We here at Innesia Focus, we believe we can get that down to seconds from the actual infection to detection and then remediation that certainly follows.
0: There's a difference between threat intelligence and actionable threat intelligence. Where do you see people failing to distinguish that difference?
1: Well, first off, you know, it's interesting, Tom. According to Intel's McAfee Labs, in a report that came out of March 2016, Less than half of the InfoSec pros are using shared cyber threat intel today. And that really talks a lot about, you know, do they see the value in it, right? In the current security model, we know we have a siloed security model. We have firewalls. We have intrusion detection, intrusion prevention systems. We have antivirus. We have anti-DDoS. You know, these can be in hardware and software formats. And that's really very static and also quite reactive. And what we're trying to move towards is an intelligent hybrid security model, right? Where all of these technologies are now fed threat intelligence into a security platform. What we're talking about here is having something that's extremely adaptive, dynamic, proactive, able to actively block new and emerging threats, reducing the OPEX through dynamic and automatic updates to your current security policies, and really it's all about simplifying these threat-hunting initiatives.
0: Steve, at the outset I talked about the threat intelligence ecosystem. What is this ecosystem, and why is it so critical now to cybersecurity?
1: Well, you know, the NSFocus threat intelligence ecosystem allows customers to seamlessly incorporate threat context into their NSFocus products or any third-party products for that matter. This highly curated data primarily comes from NSFocus focused research labs in conjunction with their technology deployments all over the world. In addition, the data also comes from strategic partnerships with other providers of threat intelligence, enable faster detection of and response to the dangerous IP addresses that are trying to access my infrastructure, my users visiting you know risky domains and URLs out there, machines communicating with known command and control infrastructures, the malware propagation today is just a huge problem, growing exponentially, and these other high impact. With regards to the SANS report that came out, the InfoSec reading room, who's using cyber threat intelligence and how, the statistics here are quite interesting, Tom. 28% of the respondees, they see that 26% or more better context, accuracy, and or speed in monitoring and incident handling. Also, 63% of the respondees note that threat intel improved the visibility into the attack methodologies, right? 51% see faster and more accurate detection and response, and 48% cite reduction in incidence through early prevention due to threat intel. So as we can see, organizations are gaining the value from the threat intel if it's actually implemented in an actionable fashion.
0: So you started to get to this a few moments ago, but tell me about this. Where does NS Focus get its threat intelligence and how does that distinguish you in what has become a very crowded marketplace?
1: Well, first and foremost, NS focus. we are internationally recognized for our contributions on a global threat intelligence scale. For example, we're a Microsoft Bug Bounty Award winner for the last four consecutive years. We created a 200-plus node honeypot system across 31 provinces in China, and we are a founding member of the Cloud Security Alliance Regular contributor to the CVE databases out there, and we discovered and reported over 40 vulnerabilities just within the last few years. Now, Tom, if you look at the statistics out there today, up to 40% of the world's attacks are estimated to be originating from China. And so here at Ennis Focus, we have a very humble beginning inside of China. Now, we have over 28,000 customers primarily in the APAC region, primarily with inside of mainland China. And so we have access to all of our customers' networks, the organizations that want to opt in in our crowdsourcing campaigns where we're, you know, actually allowing them to participate in, in our threat intelligence platforms. But we have over 700 gig of data collected daily. We have 700-plus managed services customers. We have 12,000 networks, over 40,000 systems deployed. We're monitoring all of those systems across this entire infrastructure. We have an extensive honeypot system. We have partners in curated data. As a matter of fact, we partner with an organization that has an attack visibility into over 400 million endpoints with inside of mainland China. And so the real question is this to the audience. Is there a current blind spot, sort of a missing piece, in your current threat intel approach? And the other question is, could NSFocus Focus feeds fill that blind spot and complete the puzzle? And Also, how important is it having a complete global picture of the threats your organization faces daily? And I think many people that listen to this podcast will agree, yes, we have got no visibility into the threat intelligence that can be derived from China. And here at Ennis Focus, we have something that is so unique. As a matter of fact, I had an opportunity to uh, participate at Black Hat Conference a few weeks ago. And you look at all of those vendors out on the showroom, they're all trying to differentiate themselves, trying to bring something unique to the market. And here at Ennis Focus, we have something extremely unique. We have threat intelligence from a Chinese perspective. And that's the blind spot that everyone has today with regards to their Thread Intel, they have a blind spot. They know they have this blind spot Inherent and here in NSfocus we can solve that problem for
0: you. Tell me a little bit more about the company and specifically what types of strategies and solutions can the marketplace expect to see?
1: Well, you know something, Tom, in the next few months, the NSFocus cloud offering will begin to gain market share. We've already implemented our threat intelligence inside of our cloud. This is a 1.2 terabit cloud, seven different defense centers around the globe, and the differentiation we have brought to our cloud strategy will change the way people think about the hybrid security solutions out there today. Also, NSFocus plans to release its next-generation IPS, and threat analysis technology later this year, that will have the competitors taking some serious notice. With up to 20 gig of performance in a single appliance, it will be the fastest solution on the market. Uh, Virtualized platforms will be available as well. In addition, the NSFocus web application firewall will be available later this year as well. This technology will provide the best defenses and the best performance at a price point people will be able to adopt rapidly. Released in both hardware and virtual form factors. The vision of NSFocus is to bring all of our technologies, both cloud and on-premises solutions, under our threat intelligence umbrella. This solution will deliver the world's first intelligent hybrid security solution, all completely integrated under a single pane of glass management platform and supporting optional crowdsourcing where users can actually contribute to our global threat intelligence.
0: Well, very good, Steve. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Tom. It was my pleasure and look forward to doing one of these again real soon.
0: The topic was the threat intelligence ecosystem. I've been speaking with Steve Gates. He's the chief research intelligence analyst with NS Focus. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.